Armed American Radio listeners, today's Armed American Radio's recorded version of the national radio broadcast, the Armed American Radio podcast, is being brought to you today and every day by North American Arms. Make sure to visit NorthAmericanArms.com for the finest mini revolvers on planet Earth. NorthAmericanArms.com. Enjoy the show. is Armed American Radio's Daily Defense. Armed American Radio's Daily Defense, because they don't want me to, that's why I do it. Presented by X-Insurance. X-Insurance. From the Six Sour Studios. They're never going to stop us here. Here is your host, the loudest conservative voice in America fighting the enemies of freedom, Mark, Mark Walters. Walters. Hour two, Armed American Radio's daily defense here at the ranch in the Six Hour Studios begins right now. Mark Walters filling your prescription for freedom today and every day. And it's all being brought to you by the great X Insurance. You can watch this program in high definition if you choose to do so by simply visiting armedamericanradio.com. And you can click watch live and boom, we come right into your homes. Don't do that while you're driving, please. You can watch us on your television sets on Apple TV and all that fun stuff. There's other ways to do it. You can also check us out on OpsLens.com. If you have that app, you can watch us there. And there will be other ways to watch us coming up in the very near future, I was told today. And when we have more information on that, we'll let you know. But enjoy that. Just don't do it while you're driving. You want to get the Telegram app? You can get the Telegram app, and you can search for Armed American Radio Conversations. Jump in. The chat's always lively. Welcome back to the show. Let's go back to the gun writer, Lee Williams, down in Sarasota, Florida. Lee, how are you, my brother? Doing well. Man, that hour went by so quickly. It is the fastest hour in radio, my friend. This one's going to go quicker. And I'll tell you how I know. I'm glad you brought that up. You know, the universe works in mysterious ways, right? This is the second hour. We'll lighten up a little bit and have some fun. But uh, the universe works in mysterious ways. Listeners, I want you to think about this. Put this in your own perspective. Think about this in your own life. You ever wake up in a really crappy mood and then have a flat tire on the way to work or get stuck in a lot of traffic? Your boss is a jerk. You spilled your coffee. And the whole day just sucks. You ever had that happen? That's because you woke up in a crappy mood. And what you put out, the universe brings back to you. You ever wake up in a really good mood and time flies right by? There's no traffic in the morning. Coffee tastes great. You get a promotion. Maybe you get a raise. That's because you're putting out positive stuff. Agree with that, Lee, right? That's called the law of attraction. It's real, isn't it? Yeah, I I can't argue against it. It really does happen that way. Yeah, and the reason this second hour is going to fly is because time has been flying, at least for me, all day long. Now, I'm going to take a, a gamble here. Has your day been moving quickly as well? Have the hours been moving by? Have you noticed all of a sudden it's like, oh, man, I'm going to be on Armed American Radio today? Yeah, I just finished up the story for Alan, and then the next thing you know, I'm calling you. See, it, again, that's the way the universe works, ladies and gentlemen. It's weird. You know, Greg and I have that back and forth. He'll say this is going to be a fast show because the day's been moving by. And that's that's true. It's noticeable all the way around. I would bet, listener, you probably had a fast day today, too. You know, just a guess. Just putting that information out there. Lee, I want to go back briefly to the Biden election thing. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're just joining us for this hour or on podcast because you missed the hour, we were talking in the previous segment of the earlier hour about my three reasons and theories as to why Joe Biden absolutely will not be elected in November. And those three reasons were, number one, because he's a dementia-addled fool, likely a diaper wearer. And Americans are not going to put up they're not going to put the oldest man in the White House back in the White House when we all know he likely won't even remember his name. 
And, you know, I hate to say that. My father-in-law passed away from dementia. I have a very close friend I know for many, many years that I was just diagnosed with uh, early stage dementia. It's, it's a terrible thing, but it's true. It's just a fact. And that's what's getting ready to happen to Joe Biden, number one. Number two, uh, the immigration issue, 26% of Americans believe he's handling the border okay. And, Lee, wouldn't you love to have a conversation with those 26%? <laughs> Wow. Um, those, you know what that is? Those are the partisan hacks we're talking about that are going to vote for him anyway. And 26 percent ain't going to get anybody elected, ladies and gentlemen. OK. And then third, go to the grocery store today. Now, there are other reasons as well. But those are the three main ones. He will not be reelected. Let's go back to that briefly. Do you see any possibility? A, that I could be wrong on that assessment. Or do you, because I still, I'm not convinced he's going to be on the ticket, Lee. I'm not. Now, I would go back to your disclaimer earlier. Joe Biden, and you could just sum it up or maybe simple, make it more simple by saying Joe Biden will not be the next president of the United States, whether he's on the ticket or not. Uh, I, I don't think he will be on the ticket. I, I think cooler heads, smarter heads are going to prevail. The guy's got a head full of mush, okay? He can't talk. Everybody knows this president has become a joke. He is not in control. And people are going to start saying to themselves, well, I wonder who are the people that are really running the country, folks that were, we never elected. I, I don't see him on the ticket either. I think you're right on that. But if he is, he's certainly not going to win. Yeah, I mean, like I said, you could use those three reasons for either or. Those are three mm-hmm. reasons why he might not be on the ticket as well. The Democrats know all of this. They know what we're talking here. They know that. They're aware of everything we just said. And, you know, how can you be so confident? I go back to the 16 election, Lee. You know, I, I said on the show on Tuesday, on Election Day, on this, on this very program, I said millions of Americans are going to wake up tomorrow morning shocked. Donald Trump, 300-plus electoral votes, and he won with 306 electoral votes. I'm not going to give you an electoral count now. I'll do that on Election Day coming up in November. But it doesn't matter if Trump's on. It doesn't matter who the opponent is. Joe Biden will lose to that opponent, period, for those three reasons. Again, if he's on the ticket, and I am not convinced he's going to be, I think he's not going to be. I think they'll find a way to get rid of him. So that begs the question, who do you think's going to be on the ticket? Gavin Newsom or Big Mike? Michelle Obama? You know, Ooh, that's a good one, isn't it? That's the hardest, hardest time to try and be one of these Biden shills. You see it, and, and you see the, their faces, how uncomfortable they are. Uh, they recently obviously got talking points to say, you know, they all said, oh, I just had a long conversation with Joe Biden. Or I met him at the person at the White House. And, you know, he's solid. He's rock solid. He's chipper. He works harder than I do. Well, you must not be yeah. working very hard, dude. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I If it's not Joe, I hope it's Gavin Newsom because he's easy to beat. Look at, look at the abomination that he created that is California. Look at all the people fleeing. Look at the look at the uh, uh, debate he had against Governor DeSantis and how Ron just kicked his butt. Gavin is the only person right now in the world who actually believes Cali- California is a safe, clean, nice place to live. I, I, I don't. You know what? Let's let's go there for a second. Let's talk about safe because crime. We'll use crime. Tie this back to guns. We always do. It's Armed American Radio. But Gavin Newsom b- does not believe that his state is safe. I don't. If he does believe that. He is suffering from a mental illness equivalent to or greater than Joe Biden's. What it is, is Gavin Newsom is a bona fide real liar. He concerns me for one reason. When I use that little euphemism, you know, this guy can look at a camera 
at midnight and tell you the sun is shining. He can do it. He's an expert at that, Lee. He can convince people. People will sit back and go, is it really? Is the sun really shining? It's midnight, right? As I said yesterday on the program, Lee, you know, I, I, my mom had the, the birds and bees talk with me many, many years ago. And she never warned me that I could get pregnant because I'm a biological <laughs> male. But there are people out there questioning now whether or not men can get pregnant. These people are effective with these lies. Yeah, you know, Gavin, you, Newsom, Gavin Newsom can, can convince you that while yeah. he's shutting down all of your favorite restaurants, it's okay for him to go and eat at the French Laundry, which is one of the most expensive <laughs> restaurants in the country, because that's okay and he's special. He's a governor. He's the governor of California. He can get away with that stuff. But meanwhile, celebrities are walking the streets of Beverly Hills without their $30,000 bling Rolexes on because they're getting robbed of their watches. Stores are putting stuff behind, you know, gates just to get the toothpaste because they're being robbed blind. That's what people are seeing on the street. So make that number four, ladies and gentlemen, crime-ridden Democrat cities are not going to put Joe Biden back in office. And there's already talk of that, Lee. When you look at gun ownership, let's go back to that briefly. You know, you, there's a lot of black Americans out there right now as far as the immigration thing goes. You, and it just happened in Harlem just uh, today. You know, Eric Adams was going to put uh, all the Democrats or all the uh, immigrants in Harlem in a what used to be or was going to be a luxury hotel that never came to be. And the city council had a meeting and brought Adams in and said, no, I don't think so. And he bailed on that today. Black Americans are not going to put up with this immigration issue either, nor should they. But I do have a message for black Americans in the inner city. Stop worrying about what the the government and the governor and the, the mayor are going to give you. It's a lot easier to go out and get it yourself than it is to depend on these people. And you're finding that out now. And I just think that's good advice. That's just go take advantage of the American dream. It's available to everybody. Lee, go ahead. And to arm yourselves. Can you imagine living in California uh, or Oakland, Chicago, New York without being armed all the time? And and there are people that do that. There are law-abiding folks in all of those cities, Mark, who do not carry a firearm because, for whatever reason, they don't have the money in California to purchase a firearm uh, license or in Chicago or whatever. I can't imagine that. I cannot imagine living in those hell holes without the ability to defend myself. Yeah, when we come back from this break, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to tell you a uh, story about what I witnessed with my own eyes out in Pasadena, California, back in October. That's right along the lines of what Lee was just telling you, that there are people out there who are not carrying their guns. And when we come back, I'll give you all the details on that. And Lee and I will talk about it. And we've got some other stuff to talk about. He's got a great column, one of the best he's ever done, up at Armed American News. Back with Lee, the gunwriter Williams. Buckle in. It's going to fly right by. Daniel Defense firearms are guaranteed for life, trusted worldwide, and designed, engineered, and manufactured right here in America. Daniel Defense, freedom, passion, precision. Yes, freedom, passion, precision, something the Democrats know nothing about or just simply don't care about. Welcome, Mark Walters, filling your prescription for freedom today and every day here in the Six Hour Studios. X-Insurance presents it all. Welcome back. It's great to have you with us today. Hour two of Armed American Radio 
continues. Let's go back to Lee, the gun writer, Williams, down in beautiful Sarasota, Florida. Lee, welcome back to the program, my friend. Thanks for sticking around for the two hours today. I do appreciate it. It's been a long week, and it's just getting started. So thanks for jumping in there with me. I do appreciate it. Yeah, it's been, it has been a long week. Uh, I enjoy the second hour. I think it's fun. And you're right. It, it is a little looser and uh, yeah. a, a little more easygoing. So let me – another story just popped up I want to cover here with you out of the blue. And I love that about the second hour. It's spontaneous stuff. Didn't pop up in my prep earlier, but I see it now. It should have because it popped up at 727, and a really good friend of mine wrote about it. Uh, that would be AWR Hawkins. We'll go there in just a second. You know, we were talking about crime in California, and I flew out to California from Utah with a buddy of mine. Well, you know, he happens to be the CEO of X Insurance. And we went and met with a jewelry store owner whose insurance company had dropped him because he had filed a third claim of smash and grab robberies. Broad daylight, Lee, in a beautiful. Now, I don't know. Have you ever been to Pasadena? I don't think so. I've been all over California. I don't think Pasadena makes the list. The downtown area of Pasadena. I had never been to Pasadena proper. It had been around it, skirted around it, stuff like that, but it had never actually been in downtown Pasadena. And it was, as far as aesthetics go, it was a very beautiful place. All of California is gorgeous. It really, truly is. They've just destroyed it politically. And it's hard to see past that when you're out there now and you look at gas station signs and you see how much a box of cigars was. was three times what it is here. I mean, I'm talking almost $1,000 for a box of Padrones. I mean, come on. It's not normal, ladies and gentlemen. To you, maybe it is. You need to get out, get her out, get her, get her out about a little bit more. Okay, there is life outside that commie state. But uh, we went and visited with this man, and um, I asked him during that meeting, do you have a California CCW? And he said he did. And I said, well, that's good to know. Do you, where is your gun? Are you wearing your gun? He said, no, it's back in the safe. To which I looked at him, I said, what the hell good is your gun doing? Use it. He said, no, I'm not here to hurt anybody. I said, you're about ready to go out of business, bro. You see, if you're not willing to hurt somebody to protect your business, maybe you shouldn't be in business. Walk in this studio and kick the door in right now and see what happens. I can promise you it would make national news, okay, because it would all be caught on video as well. But apparently, you know, Lee, there's that person. I think I might have played the clip for you one time. I call her stupid lady. And she was a protester somewhere, you know, wearing the mom's demand nonsense. And she said to the camera person in the interview, you know, there's actually people who believe it's okay to kill somebody that that breaks into your home. She goes, let me put this in perspective. If that person were to go before a judge, a judge is not going to give that person the death penalty. Well, there's a reason for that. He will have already been dead. Because (laughs) you break in there. Every state in the nation allows you to protect your home, even the commie states. But this is the way these people think. That, and you're right about Gavin Newsom in that respect. Gavin Newsom doesn't stand a chance if the Republicans are smart and they show a lot of reasons why they're not. But I think Americans see that crime becomes a huge issue in 2024 that I don't think the Democrats can overcome. I just don't. Not not to clear thinking minded individuals. And there are, are many of Americans out there that are thinking clearly, Lee, hopefully. Well, back to your uh, jewelry store owner. Does he have yeah. locks on the door? Does he use them? I, I, I mean, this is this is beyond incredible here. This is incredulous. Uh, uh, of course, bad guys are going to come in and, and smash your glass and steal your jewelry. That's why they're called bad guys. 
And you know what? I'm guessing they're armed. And you know what? If they're armed and he's in fear for his life or for that of uh, the lives of his employees, he is more than allowed to, to use deadly force in those situations. Oh, that's sad. I hope, I hope someone is able to talk some sense in him. To me, that's the same as somebody carrying a defensive pistol without a round in the chamber. Okay, you've taken your gun and you've just turned it into a paperweight. Yeah, don't be afraid of your gun, ladies and gentlemen. Train with it. Understand it. Know it. Don't be afraid of it. Hold on, Mr. Hold on, Mr. Robber. Hold on. Let me put a round in the chamber. Or let me squeeze this one time. I got to get past this empty cylinder. Uh, come on. Come on. Use your head. Be smart. Lee, it's frustrating out there sometimes, isn't it? It really is. It on is. both sides. It is. <laughs> I've seen all these arguments. But, yeah, I don't know if this guy's still in business or not. I was utterly shocked. When I heard that, what good is your gun doing in the safe? Why you why you bring it? Well, it won't get stolen. That's about <laughs> it. That's true. <laughs> Unless they come in and put you on the ground and kill you and get into your safe. I mean, there's always that because yeah. you possess no means to fend off the crime. Unbelievable stuff. It really, truly is. So let's go to this Texas story. Uh, this is a headline from AWR. This is near and dear to my heart, ladies and gentlemen. If you know anything about me, you know I love my barbecue. You know I cook with wood. I'm a purist. It's wooden coals. I'm going to do it in just a little bit. In fact, I light my grill sometimes just to smell the charcoal, even if I'm not putting anything on it. That's how weird I am. <laughs> True story, Lee. I wouldn't even know how to put together or start a gas grill. I've never used one. And anytime I see somebody, if I'm a guest at somebody's house and that's what they're using, I read them the riot act. Why are you using that instead of charcoal? And here's what I always get. Ah, uh, it's just, you know, it takes too much time. This is too convenient. Really, you don't have 15 minutes to light the coals? How busy are you, dude? Right? Yeah, it's a trade-off, ladies and gentlemen. It's called relaxing. That's what it's all about. But this headline, Texan shoots kills man who allegedly stole his barbecue pit. Now, I can, just the headline, Lee, I get it. Okay. <laughs> Let's go there. Let's have some. Let me read you the headline one more time. Because I saw that. I said, oh, man, how did I miss that this morning? And it came from AWR. Texan shoots, kills man who allegedly stole his barbecue pit. Now, AWR always has a fun saying on the show. If you're going to be dumb, don't be dumb in Texas. Referring to stupid thug criminals. Texan shoots. Do you get that? Does that make sense to you, Lee? <laughs> Well, I'm glad it didn't say Georgia ban. Let's just put it that <laughs> Well, me too, and here's why, Lee. Uh, there's more to this, okay? Yeah. A humble Texas. Humble Texas, right? I love that. A humble Texas man chased down an individual who had allegedly stolen his barbecue pit early Sunday morning, then shot and killed him. Now, let's not go any farther than that. Let's just stay with that. When you hear that, what goes through your mind as a trainer, as a former law enforcement, uh, as someone might, who knows this? Some, he might have some serious legal issues, if that is all we know, if that is, in fact, the whole story, which, like we both know, is not. It is not. Okay. When we come back you know, from this break, ladies and gentlemen, hold that thought, Lee. We've got another break. I told you, buckle in. Hour's going to zoom right by. It's zipping right along. It's like a big old zip line in the sky. Here's what's getting ready to happen, ladies and gentlemen. When we come back from this break, we're going to go into some detail here. Now, it's going to be fun because I have not yet read this, and I'm not going to read it during the break. I'm going to push it aside, 
and I love the spontaneity of it. We're just going to cover it with Lee when we get back, line by line, and see what does that mean? He chased him down. And how do you chase somebody? Can, can somebody that's got a barbecue pit move fast enough? I don't know. We're going to dig into it and see what we can come up with. But I do get it. Don't steal my pit. We'll be right back. following segment of Armed American Radio is being brought to you by Defender Coffee. When you drink Defender Coffee, you're making a donation to a gun rights organization of your choice that protects and defends your freedoms. Welcome back to the show. Ah, I got an Ice Defender Coffee right in front of me right here. Love that stuff. Keeps me going. It's in my blood throughout the day. DefenderCoffee.com. Also, PT Ammo, ladies and gentlemen, PT Ammo. We will have Stephen Prince from PT Ammo on the show maybe tomorrow or maybe Sunday. We're going to figure that one out together. I was just talking with him, but I want you to hear directly from him. PTAmmo.com. you got to keep your guns fed. Buy ammo from someone who supports the show. Send them some love. You get great ammo made right here in the United States, and it's kind of fun, too, because you're buying ammo that's being made behind the blue curtain, right? I love that up in Guilford, Connecticut. So PTAmmo.com, PTAmmo.com. And don't forget WAFT, too, you know, because you can use PTAmmo on a range over there where our families train in beautiful Claremont, Florida, the only city in Florida that has a hill. It's actually 400 feet above sea level, believe it or not. It's a weird thing. If you've ever been there, you're driving, it's all flat floor, and all of a sudden there's these rolling hills. You're like, really? Yeah, Claremont, Florida. W-O-F-T, waft.com. Make sure to check them out. Here's what I want to ask you to do. Visit the page and ask them. send them an email. Ask them about their scenario-based training and get a response back from them. This is something you've never seen before. No matter where you've trained, I'm looking forward to going down and doing this myself. I'll likely be attending with Ryan Petty, Parkland Dad, and I'll, I'll be able to report back to you. That's time permitting. It's going to be a while, but we'll kind of like to do that in the fall because it's super hot down there in Florida in the summertime. But nonetheless, waft. Shoot them an email. Ask them a question. They'll send you information about their training. Check it out. Read it. I think you're going to like it. Waft.com. Leave the Gunwriter Williams. Welcome back in, my brother. Good to be here yet again. Always a pleasure. So let's go back to this Texas story, because let me tell you, you know, all kidding aside, you chase somebody down and shoot them, you are likely going to the slammer. And they call it the slammer for a reason, ladies and gentlemen. Probably not what you're thinking I'm thinking, but it's because the door slammed behind you. There you go. Take that any way you want. Leaf, as a former law enforcement, you're not going to recommend somebody chase somebody down, correct? Don't shoot people over stuff if you can avoid it. Yes, I totally agree. Yeah, unless that stuff is your actual livelihood, by the way, ladies and gentlemen. Without yeah. it, you're not going to be able to feed your family. There's there's nuance there in their state law. But as a general rule of thumb, stuff can be replaced. So let's go through this line by line and see what happened here. I did not look at this until right now we're doing it live. Harris County Sheriff Ed Gonzalez used a post to X. I guess we're supposed to say formerly known as Twitter, to explain that the alleged barbecue pit their thief fled in his vehicle and the pit owner jumped in his own vehicle and gave chase. Okay. Oh. <sighs> Lee, take that one without uh, going any farther. Yeah. Uh. Huh. It's hard to say you were 
right now, without knowing the rest of the particulars, which I'm sure you'll get to, it's hard to say you're in fear for your life if you're chasing after someone. But anyway, anything can happen once they meet up. So please continue. Yeah, Fox 26 is reporting this, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, and I haven't clicked on the link yet, but I will. Because I promise we're going to talk about this with AWR on Sunday because the headline alone is just beautiful. When the homeowner got out of his vehicle and confronted the suspect's vehicle, the homeowner didn't get out of his vehicle and confront the suspect's vehicle, Fox 26. He confronted the suspect. He didn't get out and say, hey, car, or hey, in this case, truck. He believed the driver of the vehicle had possibly retrieved a weapon. At that point, the barbecue pit owner shot the alleged thief. Lee, let's go back to this again. Again, we don't know. We're... we're taking this at face value, but that doesn't change your position, does it? Because you got out to confront. (sighs) Now it's it's Texas. It's dicey. You can make an argument either way. It's Texas. And in Texas, you can defend your property with deadly force. But can you chase? Here's the deal. I'm going to be honest with you. I likely would, if I had the opportunity in front of me, I likely would have given chase as well while I was on the phone with 911 saying I'm following blank truck tag number such. They just stole my barbecue pit. We're at the corner of blank. We're moving this direction until deputies. That's what I would have done. Is that good advice or should I just have let bad. it go? No, I mean, you don't have to let people steal your stuff with impunity. Right. But here we go with the whole arm thing, right? Um, Andrew Brank of the Law of Self-Defense has been on this program many times. And as you just said, Lee, if you're chasing someone down with a gun and gunfire erupts, it's going to be very hard for you to be the victim. Or am I wrong? Yeah, generally. And again, each one of these is different. Every use of deadly force is different. Generally, you're right. But, I mean, there's a million factors to consider in one of these deadly force situations. So, you know, it's hard to, it's hard to generalize. Right now, I, I'm still, my mind is not made up on this. Okay. Uh, there's not going to be a whole lot more here as I look ahead here. Sheriff Gonzalez noted, it is unknown if both individuals exchanged gunfire or if only the owner discharged the pistol. The alleged thief was struck by gunfire and pronounced deceased at the scene. There was an occupant in the vehicle with the alleged barbecue pit thief. That makes that person an accomplice as well. And the occupant was not injured or charged. Now, I get out of that that the the homeowner who had that was a great shot. Um, The New York Post pointed out that Sheriff Gonzalez indicated the home barbecue pit owner cooperated with police and provided a statement on the incident. The matter will go before a Harris County grand jury when the investigation has been completed. Now, Harris County loves their barbecue. Harris County, ladies and gentlemen, to say it as AWR, Harris County is in Texas. And if you're going to be dumb, don't be dumb in Texas. Now, I want to go here first off, because this to me is a happy ending story. To me, nothing lower than a thief. Period. That individual, we don't know if that individual sold barbecue for a living. That changes things. But this thief ain't thieving anymore, and I have no sympathy for him whatsoever. Lee, take that away from what you just heard. No, I agree. Um, No sympathy. He knew what he was doing. He entered another person's property and stole their belongings. Right there, that should entail a tremendous amount of risk, which it did. Um, 
I, I still want to know more. Uh, I'm glad that the homeowner is okay and that up justice has apparently prevailed. So this is going to go before a grand jury in Texas. Uh, yeah. I don't I don't think we're going to see the homeowner walking away with, with charges. Thank God it's not New York, or the guy would be looking at several life sentences consecutively. But, uh, you know, Texas shouldn't be able to work this out. Yeah, I you know, Texas, barbecue pit. Everybody on that jury's got a barbecue pit and a gun. Yeah, now, I, I don't know how this is going to go, but... One less barbecue pit thief in Texas, that's a good thing to me. I have no problem with that whatsoever. Even if the homeowner is charged, let me make this point very clearly. Do not steal. A, you want to live today? Don't steal someone's barbecue pit in Texas or anywhere else for that matter. Because guess what? That homeowner might just say, yeah, I don't think so. And kill you dead. Oh, he may go to jail, but you're dead. And you're a dead thief. And this radio host has zero sympathy for you whatsoever. So, having said that, quickly, back to this New York Village thing. We didn't get a chance to talk about that. Time got away from us. Uh, Talking about New York, right? New York Village losing its soul as nation's oldest gun manufacturer flees blue state for Georgia. Lee, I'm going to just cover this now. We'll go to a break. We'll come back and talk about it, and then I want to cover... I think what is one of the best articles you've ever written. Remington Gun Factory, nestled in New York's Mohawk Valley, is ready to shutter its doors and move to Georgia after more than, get this, ladies and gentlemen, 200 years in the Empire State. Now, this is from Ilian, uh, New York. 208 years of history, gone, gone. New York Mayor John P. Stevens, Ilian Mayor, told the New York Times, Ilian is Remington, Remington is Ilian. Not anymore, ladies and gentlemen. Remington is now Georgia. Why? Because of New York. Hmm. Think about that one. Sympathy for New York. Sympathy for the people there. Only the ones that voted the right way. Other ones, no sympathy. We'll be back with Lee. One more segment. This segment of Armed American Radio's Daily Defense is being brought to you by Daniel Defense. Visit DanielDefense.com. Now, back to the show. Back to the show, indeed. Final segment here on a Tuesday. It's the day before garbage day here at the ranch. X-Insurance is presenting all of this to you in the Sig Sauer Studios. I am Mark Walters, filling your prescription for freedom today and every day. And for this final segment of today's national broadcast, Lee, the gunwriter Williams, rejoins me. Lee, first of all, thanks for being here for two hours. Always fun to have you here, man. Always fun to have you. I could go another hour easily with you. There's just too much to talk about. But I'm sure you want to get back to your lovely bride and your beautiful afternoon in Sarasota. If I were you, I'd go to the beach just because I could. There's that. So that's my recommendation to you, Lee. Go to the beach. Have some fun. Kick back with a chili and watch the sunset tonight. All right? You can see the sunrise. Yeah, you might have to do that. Let's go back to New York quickly on this. Uh, this, this is a really difficult story, man. I'll tell you why. Because I've never understood over the last 15 years anyway why the gun manufacturers remain in New England. Let's just tackle that one first. Can you? 
No, I mean, I remember Sarco, which is a uh, gun uh, reta- retailer, and they're more yeah. known for their gun parts. They used to be in New Jersey. I went there when I lived in Delaware. I bought AK mags. They had them for like six bucks. Of course, I buy like 20. Before I could purchase them, he asked to see my driver's license, which I showed him, and I said, why do you need that? He goes, well, if you're a New Jersey resident, we can't sell them to you. So Remington and these other companies, you know, they probably grew tired of their customers being treated like second-class citizens. Yeah, take a listen to this, ladies. This is what makes this so difficult because it's real and it affects real people. Remington is the nation's oldest gun manufacturer and told union officials late last year that company chiefs, quoting now, at Rem Arms, the current version of Remington Arms, made the decision to end its New York manufacturing come March. The remaining operations located in Ilion will move to Georgia, where company leaders say the firearms industry is supported and welcomed. Residents of the New York Village, which is located roughly 230 miles northwest of New York City, are bracing for the manufacturer to officially move, which some say will take part of the town's identity with it. Well, to the some that say it won't, they're in left field because it is going to take the, the town's entire identity with it. They, it is Remington. When Remington leaves, it's not going to be like a facility leaving. It's going to be like part of your family has moved off. That's from a a quote from Jim Conover, a retired Remington employee who began his career there in 1964. And that's what he told the AP. Get this. My mom worked there. My dad worked there. My wife works there with me now. My daughter works there with me now. My second daughter works there with me now. And my son-in-law works there. So it's a double hit for me and my wife, two of us out of a job. It sounds like more than a double hit. And here's the hard part of this. If you live in that town, and I'm sure there are people who live in that town that vote the wrong way, Lee, I don't have any sympathy for them. You, no, it's you brought it on your, you brought your own demise. It's sad, but man, if you have a one business town, a one horse town like that, and you better vote that business. For, yeah, Absolutely. You feel sorry it's for the ones that voted town. the wrong way? No. It's going to be a ghost town, and they've only themselves to blame for it. It's unfortunate, but, you know, we, we say it all the time, brother. Elections matter, and they really do. And this one, I can't blame Remington or Rem Arms or whatever the, the next incarnation is. It's they business. They just want to go where their stuff is legal. It's a business decision, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I don't feel sorry for the people that voted the wrong way in any way, shape, or form. I simply don't. You got what you deserved, period. However, I'm going to bet that probably 90% of that town voted the right way. Ladies and gentlemen, outside of Manhattan, upstate New York is bright red. And those families are devastated now. And boy, I'll tell you what, I, I, I told you in the first hour of the program, if you live up in that part of New York... And you know people who voted the wrong way? I'm sure you don't need this advice from me, but I would certainly let them know how I feel about them and their vote. And I'm sure that came up at town meetings as this was being discussed. Boy, oh boy, that's a tough story to cover. It is for a lot of different reasons. However, it's easy to say if you vote that way, well, guess what? You own it. Lee, let's go over to you quickly. I'm going to turn the mic over to you because you have a great story up. I retweeted it earlier today. How Joe Biden's Office of Gun Violence Prevention is directing the war on guns. You've got three minutes. Take the mic. It's all yours. Well, we call them. It's it's an office in the White House. And I think Alan Gottlieb summed it up best when he said, and I'm quoting him, for the first time in the history of the United States, a president has created an office within the White House 
solely to find ways to circumvent and violate the Constitution. And do not forget that taxpayer dollars are supporting this abomination. We are paying the Biden-Harris administration to violate our civil rights. Well, wait, hold on. What if I don't want my money going there? Is my money going there, too, Lee? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Mm, Okay. The, The White House gets an allocation from Congress they can use as they want how they want. And all we know about this new office of the White House Office of Gun Violence Prevention is that they're really good about kicking ideas out to the states. They've become an incubator for anti-gun policy. Uh, Biden unveiled this in September of last year. We don't know what they're supposed to do. Neither he nor Kamala Harris, who's supposedly in charge of it, uh, at least on paper, have ever said what they're supposed to do other than reduce gun violence. We know we don't know how many people are in the unit. We don't know who they are, except for the top three. The uh, director and two assistant directors were named. And I am brother. I don't think I'm using hyperbole when I say all three of them are radical anti-gun zealots. That's not hyperbole. No, Feldman is a longtime Biden flunky. She started her her political career as an intern. One of the directors is an Obama guy. I mean, he goes back. He worked for Obama for years. He worked for his campaign. And the other one came over from uh, every town. So they're all three radical anti-gun zealots. And now they have power. And now they have money. And we don't know what they're doing. They're pushing ideas out to the states that become, as we said in the last hour, these post-Bruin tantrum laws. That's all they're doing. We we used to know who they were meeting with before they stood this office up. They took notes. They're meeting with speakers, lieutenant governors, Congress people, a lot of state folks. But right now they're an incubator and a clearinghouse for this anti-gun policy, which crops up in these blue states. And it's all the same. It's all written the same. As we said, the fact that this office exists is an affront to the Second Amendment. And you know what? The next president can come in and wipe them right out, which I hope they do. Uh, I hope the next president's Republican, obviously. But they are trying to make this a permanent fixture in government. There's a bill right now, H.R. 1699, that would take this group and move them from the White House into the Justice Department, into their Office of Legal Policy. If that bill passes and is signed, hopefully, obviously now it won't get through the House, Hopefully, Um, it it could become a permanent fixture and the new director will have the the power to recommend policy to Congress and the president of an advisory council with ATF and FBI and all all the other alphabet groups. Not a good solution here, brother. We got to get this thing killed. You would recommend everybody call their representatives and their senators right now. I would strongly recommend they do so. Well, I'm going to get off this airwaves and I'm going to call John Ossoff and I'm going to call Raphael Warnock and tell him no, because I'm sure they'll listen to me. (laughs) Good heavens. To even suggest that they represent this state is mind boggling to me, but not for long. I promise you, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to fix that. I do apologize for that, by the way. That's an embarrassment to even say those two goofballs. Thugs, man, they're thugs. Lee, the Gunwriter Williams, thank you for two solid, wonderful hours of radio. Appreciate it very much. Looking forward to having you back on the program. The Gunwriter, Lee, the Gunwriter Williams, armedamericannews.com. Enjoy your day, folks. We'll see you on the radio tomorrow. Thanks for being here.
Just filled your prescription for freedom with Mark Walters. Presented by X-Insurance. X-Insurance. On the Armed American Radio Network. 